BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Back to A.B. Pull, fire, score! <laughs> Alex Marcello! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Ben Bagley. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. It is a ball night. Welcome in to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars host an old Mountain West Conference rival, the San Diego State Aztecs. Both the Cougars and the Aztecs come into tonight's game. At 1-0, BYU beat Cleveland State 69-59 to open the season. Alex Barcelo had himself a game, 24 points on only six field goal attempts in the game. That's pretty efficient shooting. Barcelo was 13 from 13, 13 for 13 from the free throw line in a game in the game and is currently on a 33 straight make streak from the charity stripe, which is the fourth longest streak in BYU history. The Aztecs come into the game tonight off a 66-53 win over UC Riverside, led by Cal senior transfer Matt Bradley, who scored 23 points in the victory. And while tonight's game may only be game two of the regular season for both teams, it may be one of the biggest games resume-wise for both teams. Last year's win over San Diego State for the Cougars was the best win for BYU on their NCAA tournament resume, according to net rankings, which is what the committee goes by. Coming into tonight, the Aztecs currently are 33rd on the Ken Palm ranking list, while BYU is 39th. So a win tonight for either team would go down as a quad one or quad two win when it comes to March, which seems like a long ways away, but you get these quad one, quad two wins early, the resume looks good. Solidify it now because you don't know what's around the corner. As we get ready for tonight's game, we turn to our pregame interview. And tonight's guest is a BYU senior forward, Gideon George. And for George, tonight's game is about more than just a game as he's hosting a shoe drive for timeout for Africa and sneakers to Africa. And that's where tonight's conversation begins. It's a game night, Gideon. It's always a big night for you guys, but even a bigger night for you as I walk over here to the Marriott Center. There's a big truck with this big poster with a Gideon George shoe drive out there with, a, with your face on it. Let's talk a little bit about this. This is something you brought with you to BYU, and tonight fans can come donate shoes. Talk to me a little bit about where this all started and what it means to you. Um, it started back home in Mena, Nigeria, you know, like we got an organization like Timeout for Africa helping kids back home with shoes and backpack and books to go to school. So, like, I was beneficiary from that program, so I benefited from time for Africa. So I'm just trying to help kids to back home, you know? So that's it. How much did it mean to you when you benefited as a kid? It means a lot. Like, it brings, like, joy to my face, you know, getting new pairs of shoes. I always take it back home and show my mom and tell her, like, I got new pairs of shoes. The next day I wear it to church, you know, I wear it to school. I wear it all around because I got a new shoe, so, yeah. You think about the joy you had, and now you've got a big old truck out there that's going to be full of shoes, hopefully, by the end of the night. When you take a moment and just think about the good you're doing with your platform, have you had a chance to think about that and what you're doing as, a, as an individual? 
Um, for me, the biggest thing is that, like, first and foremost, like, I saw the truck outside today. I was like, <laughs> wow, with my poster on it. I was like, I know after the game, the truck is going to be full of shoes. So, like, for me, the biggest thing is that I just want to change the world, you know? I just want to impact people's life back home. Not even back home, even over here. Like, I just find ways to impact people's lives. So, that's the biggest goal for me, like, impacting people's lives. Has anybody ever reached out to you who got a pair of shoes and just say thanks? And what did that mean to you? Like, my Twitter is blowing up. Like, I saw a dude, I think he went to Walmart and, like, bought all the shoes at Walmart. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so it's, like, exciting, you know, like, you know, like, knowing that Cougars fans, like, got my back and they're showing love to not just me, to the kids back home. I really appreciate that, and I'm very, very grateful for that. They have a place in my heart for sure. That's the most important thing that could happen tonight is filling that trailer full of shoes. But there's also a basketball game to be played. Let's talk a little bit about this game. But before we talk about the San Diego State game, looking back, you guys get a victory over Cleveland State the other night without Rich Harwood on the floor. How big of a hold does that leave on this roster with this team with him not being able to be out there with you guys? Um, it's really hard. I'll tell you that. It's really, really hard, you know, like, Rich is an energy guy. He brings, like, positive vibes to the gym all the time, like, practices. Like, he gets the guys going. So, like, seeing Rich going down is, like, I was really scared, you know, seeing him going down. He's my roommate, too. So, like, it's scary. Like, you know, you're getting ready for the season, like, three, four months ago, like, being the first uh, home at the opening game of the season, and you went down. It's, like... It's tough mentally, I know, like, but I just want him to know that we got his back, though. Like, we're here to support him. Who's filling that energy role, then, without Rich being able to do it on the floor? I mean, he's still, he's still hooping and hollering from the bench, but who's filling the role on the floor? I say Rich still does. <laughs> <laughs> he still does. So, um, so, like, you know, me, myself, Caleb, Alex, Tijon, Trevin, like Seneca, all of us, like we told ourselves, like we're gonna pick it up. Rich ain't here, so we're gonna pick it up. So I feel like everyone on the team. Tonight, San Diego State. Now, n not being around the program for years, 10 years ago, this was a big conference rivalry, BYU San Diego State. And that rivalry is kind of, it's continued throughout the years, even through, through BYU being in the West Coast Conference. What have you know? What has been told to you by fans, by by other fellow students on campus, or whomever reaching out saying, "Hey, it's the Aztecs. You guys got to get this one for us tonight." Um, so I've heard about the goats, um, Jimmy Fadid and Kawhi Leonard. So like, you know, like the San Diego State game, like BYU, Jimmy and uh, Kawhi, like going back and forth when Jimmy have like forty points against against San Diego State. So like, I've heard that the Lord, you know, and. I feel like we're ready for tonight, so we're going to bring it all out tonight and we're going to lay it on, on the floor tonight. What has been the focus between game one and game two for this team and getting better and getting ready for this game tonight? Um, this game, we got to rebound the ball. Like, we got to rebound, like, all five on the floor, we got to rebound. So that's the main emphasis of the game. We got to rebound the ball and play defense. That's for the team now individually from game one to game two. What are you doing or what have you been focused on to get better? Mm, I'll say rebound again. 
like that's the emphasis. We gotta rebound the ball tonight, like individually we gotta rebound the ball for us to have a chance to win. And as we wrap it up, we're gonna wrap it up where we started. If people want to take part in the Time Out for Africa shoe drive tonight with Gideon George, what do you, what do they need to bring and what can they donate? Um, they can bring backpacks and like shoes. It doesn't matter what shoes, baby shoes, adult shoes. You can just bring it to the game. Like there's a 20 feet container standing outside with my picture on it. So you can donate. I really appreciate Cougars Nation for showing me tons of love. Like it means a lot to me and the kids back home. I just want to say I'm really, really grateful for that. Thank you guys. Well, let's make it a goal. There's one container. Let's make them bring another one to take them home, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I feel like. I'd, like it's going to be tons of shoes like it's going to be mind-blowing though i can't even wait to see the shoes after the game though so thanks gideon good luck tonight i appreciate you thank you guys thank you for having me here thank you so much that was gideon george and you heard the man let's bring enough shoes to tonight's game to fill not one but two containers to send back to africa to help out uh, th- those people over there. It's it's fun. It was fun doing that interview and talking to Gideon George about that. Not just during the interview, but uh, before and after the interview, the joy on his face when he thought about the guys who the guy who bought out all of Walmart, like he talked about, or the sneakers that he's sending back was an amazing kind of just thing to take in. As as he's doing good for the people, but he's doing good through the BYU fans who are helping out in that. So don't forget if you're on your way to the night tonight's game, stop, grab a pair of shoes. Bring it to donate, or if you haven't left yet, bring some shoes to donate as well. Uh, coming up next, we'll hear we'll head to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues next. It's here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. My hearty, Mark Durant. Mark, how are you? Double B, my friend. It's good to talk to you as always. And uh, man, I'm I'm doing good, man. This this is what it's all about. Having the Aztecs in the house. There's been a lot of. A lot of fun games over the years against these guys. Well, let's let's start. Let's get it started right there. The San Diego State comes to town. Former Mountain West Conference rivals. Some great games. We heard Gideon George talking about the goat Jimmy facing uh, Kawhi Leonard in some great great matchups in the Marriott Center in Vegas in San Diego. What's your favorite part about this rivalry? Because it's kind of it's kind of lived on past the, the Mountain West Conference days. Yeah, well, as you know, I'm an old man, so I go back to watching my brother play in San Diego at the old Civic Center, whatever it was called back then, and it had Michael Cage and Tony Gwynn going up against Danny Ainge and Devin Durant, Fred Roberts. Yes, Greg. You Peter, look like Peterson Jim. Peterson Jim. No, no, that was before Peter. Well, I know, was, but, but but Peter, you can't you can't leave oh, out Peterson Jim. Well, I was, I'm getting there, man. You got you can't be able to talk for okay. like five hours tonight. Sorry, I'll do my I'm own a, thing. This is my time. <laughs> So, so I, I remember watching those games, great games, and then I got to play against uh, them there. And at Peterson Gym, thank you, Greg Rubel, and that was like a high school gym. That was awful. But then they got Viejas, and what what great memories we've had. I remember uh, Steve Cleveland's first game, I think, uh, with Yarko album, and uh, at Viejas they get a win for him. And that was pretty cool. And then obviously the Jimmer and Kawhi and those guys that those guys were just off the charts unbelievable crazy awesome games that's kind of the Gonzaga BYU back then and so that was a lot of fun and then San Diego State's just been such a good program uh, over the years and last few years you know under Dutcher and I mean they're, they're just hard to beat and so to go there last year and beat them there was amazing to me I I thought it was funny reading their uh, press release 
they talked about that game last year, and then they had to make sure to mention that there weren't any fans in the stands. Like, <laughs> yeah, this wouldn't have happened if we'd have had fans, but we lost to these guys. So, anyway, it's it's pretty cool, and, and I think it's a great rivalry, like you said, that has transcended conferences. And, and I, I love the fact that they're willing to play BYU. And, that you know, I, I, that's what college basketball is the best is when you have these two teams with a long history and they're really good and they're going at each other. That says a lot about uh, Coach Dutcher and, and this 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 team. They're not afraid to go in the Marriott Center and, and play BYU, and they got us a couple years ago and because of that. And uh, so, anyway, long-winded answer, but uh, I love I love the rivalry over the years. It's been fun to watch it for the past 40 years and playing it, and uh, it's great to have the Aztecs here. One thing that's interesting about this game, and, and it's game two for both teams, so it's kind of hard to really sell this whole biggest game of the regular season outside of conference. But it kind of is, as this is a resume game for both teams, as both teams look to be a quad one or quad two win for the, or game for the other team. Last year, this game was the highest uh, net win, net rankings win for BYU on their tournament resume. So game two, not a must win, but an important game for both these teams coming into the game. Well, it's just weighted so much more. How, how important, I don't know, but it's it, it carries a lot of weight when you're looking at resume building like you said postseason play and people look back and because san diego state's gonna have a great year so they're gonna look at this it's gonna be it's gonna be an amazing game for BYU. if you, if you can get a win against a team like san diego state that that carries a lot of weight for you and it did last year and uh, will again this year if BYU can get a win even if they don't get a win it's good to play these games uh you know because you're, you're showing the committee and whoever's involved that you're willing to to play hard games i think coach pope has made that a focus for his teams to, to play tough preseason schedules um, because the conference is, is not going to help you out a lot. Of course, you got St. Mary's, you got San Francisco, you got Gonzaga, who's the best team in the country. That always helps you, but you, you've got to really kind of do stuff in the preseason if you want to have an opportunity in the postseason. Well, let's go. Let's look at the look at this team right now before we focus a little bit more on this game. What did you learn about this BYU team in their game one win over Cleveland State? Well, one thing I learned is they got some work to do. I mean, it did not look particularly good. I mean, Cleveland State is a really good team, and they play good defense and really have threw a lot of pressure at you, which can take you out of some of the things you want to do in your offensive sets. But the half-court offense that I've seen so far has not been good for BYU. Obviously, when you don't have a kind of a, a focal point on your offense in Rich Harward, and what I mean by that, it's not that he's going to be a big scorer for you, but he's if, if you can get hit him some ball touches down low, then he's – He's a very good passer. He can collapse the defense inside because he's a back to the back. You have to respect him. You have to bring a double because he's good enough to, to take you if you if you don't back to the basket. And, and like I said, he's a good passer. So when, when you take him out of the equation, in a lot of ways, you're, you're almost exclusively a perimeter team. And teams can, like Cleveland State, can really extend the defense and cause you a lot of problems because you don't have someone inside to break down that defense. You have to do it other ways. But with Rich... You know, that was, that was kind of the way you could do it. And he was, in, in some ways, a point guard on the floor because he'd get the ball in his hands and he would make good decisions, make good passes, and be able to, to score at the rim. Now, can, can other guys step in and maybe do a little bit better job of, of being that type of guy for BYU and Gavin and, and Foose? Absolutely, but it's going to take some time. And so that, that's going to be a real problem for BYU until either Rich comes back or those other guys kind of figure out and step up you know, how to play it. So anyway, and ask your question, uh, you know, some guys seem timid. Uh, there's so many guys that you kind of lose. What is my role? You know, when am I supposed to shoot? Should I shoot? 
Uh, and, and guys are kind of feeling their ways through it right now, like Seneca Knight, uh, even T. John, I think, uh, who's going to have to, to really take take the game upon himself a little bit more. He and Alex, to be honest with you, to, to, to do more. I mean, it's kind of weird to say. I mean, it, Alex does a lot, but offensively, he, he can't shoot six shots. I mean, come on. I mean, he got to the free throw line, which means he, you know, was, he was taking it to the hoop. But he's got to shoot 15 shots, in my view. I mean, he's one of the best players in the country. He's shooting six shots. T. John, he's got to shoot more. He's got to, you know, put pressure on the defense. And anyway, uh, I, I think guys are a little timid trying to find their roles right now. They'll find them and they'll get better. But it's hard to play a good, good team San Diego State the second game in when you're still trying to figure some things out. Now, Barcelo didn't want to mess up his effective field goal percentage last <laughs> game. I mean, when you're averaging four points per shot attempt, I'm, I'm listen, sure you, I'm sure you did that often, Mark. But I mean, that listen, doesn't come if, along often. If Alex Barcelo is shooting as many shots as I used to shoot in the game, that there's something really <laughs> wrong there. I mean, he needs to get up more to the Jimmer numbers and less down by the Mark Duran numbers. Yeah, indeed. I want you mentioned something I want to hit on real quick before we move move on to another topic. You mentioned in the absence of Rich Harwood, uh, Gavin Baxter coming back off of injury, still kind of limited in what his minutes are thus far, but. But Foos came in and had a bigger role than I think anybody expected him to have in game one. And it's interesting. He's a freshman. He's young. He's a little raw. But he looked pretty decent. And, and, and outside of scoring and rebounding, he had a defensive presence in the key. Uh, of all of the guys, I mean, I've been unbelievably impressed with, uh, with Foos. I mean, I, I, I ha couldn't have imagined he would be this far along at this point. And, you know, you got a couple things working against you when you're a freshman coming in uh, to major college basketball. One is your body's not ready. And <laughs> he's, he's got the body. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a man child. He's, he's big, barrel-chested, long arms, great jumper, very athletic. So he's got that part of it already. And then it's about just mentally, you know, figuring out what you can do and, uh, you know, how you can contribute and what, you know, it, it – you, you could when you, you're in high school and you're as big as he is you can score at will I mean it's easy uh, and then you come against he's gonna play against San Diego State and they got six eleven guys that touch the top of the backboard all of a sudden the things you did in high school don't, don't translate as well so you have to <laughs> figure that out and uh, but what, what I love about him is he's just so poised and he's a great rim protector even though he's not particularly tall he's got a, a seven foot He's got a seven-foot-footer feel about him when he's protecting the rim. Great, great knack for blocking shots, and then he goes and gets rebounds. I mean, I just love everything about him. I haven't seen anything to this point where uh, I haven't just been thrilled about what he brings to the table. One non-game story, but it was the biggest story of the week for uh, BYU basketball. Is on Wednesday, BYU signs uh, Colin Chandler, a four-star shooting guard out of Farmington, who's 28th on the ESPN Top 100 list. He chose BYU over. Utah, uh, Gonzaga, uh, Stanford, Oregon, and some other teams as well. What do you know about Colin, and what does that signing mean for BYU going forward? Well, I don't know much about him other than I've spent a lot of time watching his highlights, and those are always impressive. But the thing that, that comes across for me for, for, for Colin is that he doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. I mean, I, offensively, he's like a Barcelo. He's a great three-point shooter. He can pull up from 15. He can go to the rim and finish. And uh, when you've got a guy like that, and, and, and the thing that kind of jumps out at the screen to me, and I, I, I never want to compare anyone to Jimmer. I mean, he was a unique generation of talent. Yeah. But just in the fact that I feel like when he touches it, he can score if he wants to. 
and I don't feel that about a lot of people, but I feel like when Colin has the ball, he, he can go score and find a way to score. And, uh, and I, I mean, it's just so phenomenal to to get some of these kids in now, and it's a credit to Coach Pope and his staff. And, and I mean, I can't imagine having Coach Pope and his staff come into my living room as a young college player and not just wanting to go to BYU. I mean, I want you just want to run through a wall for that guy. He's so positive, so fun. And if you're a parent, how do you not want him, to, your kid, to go play for a guy like Mark Pope? I mean, it's just remarkable. And then you add that environment that BYU brings to the quality of basketball you're seeing and the future prospects in the Big 12. I mean, you don't have to you don't have to sell very hard to get kids to come anymore. And I think it's a credit, you know, to, to Colin to see that, to see what he can do in the future here, and also for the for the coaching staff. I mean, it's it's awesome, awesome news for BYU. No, I just know how excited and talking to the coaching staff this week they are to get him on campus in a couple of years after his mission and playing ball here at BYU. Mark, thank you so much. Look forward to your effective verbal shooting percentage tonight in the call with Greg Rebell. I just like I played in college. I'm going to talk just a little bit because I'm just going to set screens for Rubel the whole time. But I'm going to I'm going to you know get some rebounds, set screens, and make Rubel shine. There you go, Mark Durant. There he'll be on the call with Greg Rubel coming up in about a half hour from now here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Hey, a reminder: stop by your local BY or Big O Tire for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops and college football, by the way. You're listening to call, uh, Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financed available big o tires the team you trust now let's head back to the built bar courtside seats and join the voice of the cougars greg rubel good evening cougar basketball fans welcome courtside inside the marriott center on the byu campus in provo utah tonight the cougars play one of their biggest games of the year with san diego state in town byu and sdsu Hooking up for the third straight season. The Aztecs won here in 2019. BYU won in San Diego last year among tonight's matchups nationally. Certainly one of the best games on tap. My name is Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call tonight. I'm sitting alongside the former BYU Ironman, Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, if there was ever a night to lean on the return of fans in the stands, tonight is that night BYU could use some Marriott Center magic if the Cougs are to defeat a program that has, well, won four of the last five against BYU. Man, it's been a long time. I'm looking forward to it. How many great members have we had in this building? Look back to San Diego State, uh, you know, with Jimmer, and then even a couple years ago where BYU, you know, they they didn't pull it out, but the Gonzaga a couple years ago as well, really the last big game we had in this building with the packed fans, and, and what a difference it makes as a player. You feel it. A lot of these San Diego State guys didn't play in front of crowds last year, so this will be new to them. It can it, it, A crowd can really make the difference. And how great is it just to be all together again and, and watching basketball? And it's such a big part of, you know, kind of the whole a whole life experience. I mean, it makes life fun. And, and so I'm just happy to see it. We'll, we'll see what happens. San Diego State's a really good team, but you'll always like your chances when you're in the Merritt Center. 
After this short break, we'll hear from what BYU head coach Mark Pope has to say ahead of his team's tussle with San Diego State. This is the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Live course out at the Marriott Center. Tonight it's 1-0. BYU hosting 1-0 San Diego State. Both teams won season openers on Tuesday night with both teams scoring in the 60s and holding opponents to the 50s. The Cougars took care of Cleveland State while the Aztecs cruised past UC Riverside. UCR went viral last night with that three-court winner, three-quarter court winner against Arizona State in Tempe. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope presented by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And Coach Pope's team goes into, well, kind of from the frying pan into the fire tonight after a grueling win over Cleveland State three nights ago. The Cougars get a second straight NCAA tournament team and conference champion from last season. San Diego State, one of the best teams in the country over the last decade. These big-time games are so fun. Um, you got two teams that have we've both finished in the top 25 in the country the last two years, and we're both non-P6 schools and, and uh, both had uh, really terrific runs. And this series has been great historically. I mean, there's so much history in this series. And so we love this game. It's a huge challenge. They're, they, uh, they approach this game way different than we do, and so it's kind of a clash of, of styles and, and thoughts and fun. And last year, we or two years ago, we, we lost a, a heartbreaker here. And then last year, we went down there and got it. And it's just it's, it's everything you want in a great series. So how do you describe the two approaches these teams take? Well, listen, every time you look at San Diego State, they have unbelievable length and unbelievable athleticism. And they start and finish every single thing they talk about with rebounding and defense. Like, that is the heart and soul of their identity and who they are. Um, they are going to scratch and claw and, and grab and fight and hold and... and um, they uh, they keep things pretty basic offensively, but they make them really, really effective. Uh, they're really effective, and so um, it just is. A, this is a toughness game for us every single year. They're consistently a top ten rebounding team in the country, and one of the top. I think now they're six or seven in the country defensively prognosticated. So it's a it's a great challenge. And what's going to be your approach to win this kind of game? Well, we got to match them. You know, last year I think they were sixteen and zero, close to it uh, when they when they out rebounded their opponent, and six and five when they when they were were out rebounded by their opponent. So it starts and ends with the glass. We have to beat them on the glass to have a chance to win this game. It's crucial for us, and we have to protect this ball. We got to not just protect this ball, but we got to do it while we're getting paid touches, whether whether it be on the drive or a pass into the post or cutters. Uh, we got to be determined to find a way to get a paint touch and then play in a driving kick game from there. Uh, as ball's got to move, uh, we got to get, get great fluidity in our offense and make really good, tough, strong, focused decisions. Both teams lose really important mats from last year. Harms for you guys and Mitchell for them. Yeah, no doubt. Um, this match, Mitchell almost single-handedly won a yeah. game for them down the stretch yeah. last year, uh, just in isolation. And uh, obviously, Matt had a huge impact on us. The reason we were up big was because Matt was such a presence around the yeah. rim. You know, one of the luxuries we had with Matt was we got a, our ball screen defensive package. We got to stay in weeks and downs and really challenge teams to make tough shots from eight, nine, ten feet. Because you know, in that package, it was you know, the guys didn't like getting downhill against seven three, right? right. And so. Um, 
you know, that was a huge luxury for us. And obviously, uh, you know, Matt Mitch was the guy you could throw the ball to and be like, hey, I need to get us a couple buckets. And, and so certainly those are both losses for our teams. How do you plan to start tonight? And did you get some good right rotational ideas out of Tuesday? Yeah, we'll start the same way. Alex Tijon, Gideon, Caleb, Gavin. Um, I, I liked our rotation last game. You know, we have uh, we have a bunch of guys that are capable of playing, a bunch of guys that are really contributing. And so we'll, we'll continue to use our depth. Um, it's just so important. You know, so much of this game is, is of the toughness game for us is when we can keep fresh bodies on the court. And, and we've had a bunch of guys step up and make plays. So hopefully we'll be able to go deep again. Nice to be able to know you can maybe get a few points out of this crowd tonight too yes i mean come on this is just great and uh you know the 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 history between san Diego state and byu and the marriott center is so special and so um it's sure is fun to have people here a lot of fun stuff going on tonight and and, uh, hopefully we'll cap it off with a win all right coach thank you for the preview we'll talk to you post game thank you thanks greg appreciate you smith's knows this year the holidays are doubly important so make your celebrations doubly special with fresh never frozen prime grade that is Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game. Brought to you by Ford, built Ford Proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys to tonight's contest. Mark. When you play against a team like San Diego State, I mean, they're obviously excellent. So in order to beat good teams, your best players have to play really good. So look to the stat line for Alex Barcelo, T. John, uh, and, Caleb, and uh, Caleb Lohner. If those numbers are above their averages on that stat line, BYU wins. If they don't produce like that, it's hard to beat such a good team like the Aztecs, and they'll probably lose. That's your key. Look at those stat lines. As we head to break, this reminder that Smith's has all of your fresh game day grilling and tailgating favorites. When you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's, fresh for everyone. Coming up next, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening again, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center for BYU's second consecutive home game to open the 2021-22 regular season. San Diego State visiting 75th all, uh, 76th all-time meeting between these two programs. BYU playing for its 50th win against their former conference colleagues. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Well, uh, Tuesday night's season opener, not one of those uh, cupcake ease your way into the season games. Cleveland State returned every starter from a senior-laden NCAA tournament team. It wasn't until the closing moments that BYU put that game to bed. Mark, it was kind of a scary game, but a good game in terms of preparation for tonight. Yeah, the Vikings brought maximum pressure against BYU, the full-court pressure, and then the half-court offense, they were just attacking, getting into passing lanes. So as good as San Diego State is a defense, which is really, really good, it's almost going to be a little bit of a relief for BYU to be able to maybe get in some of their sets a little bit better. But this is what San Diego State does. They they really extend. They've got that size and athleticism on the perimeter. So even if you think you're open for a three, you're not. They're going to get a piece of it. They recover really well. And even then when you you know break them down and beat them off the dribble, they get in the paint. They have so many good shot blockers. You think you have a layup. You do not have a layup. And mm. BYU's got to be mindful of that. They had eight blocks the other night against UC Riverside. That's kind of their MO. We're going to extend the pressure on the three. If you get by us, we're just going to block your shot anyway. So he's got their hands full. Mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food. Hey, just minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grilled chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp. Coconut Island Grill has the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word COCONUT. 
to 61090 for a free drink with your next meal. That's coconut, but with two K's, K-O-K-O-N-U-T, to 61090. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from San Diego State assistant coach David Velasquez as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cooper Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Marriott Center as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. The BYU Cougars tonight taking on the San Diego State Aztecs. BYU 29-4 all-time against SDSU here at the Marriott Center, but the Aztecs won the last one played here, 76-71, two years and three days ago. A short time ago, I sat down with head coach... Brian Dutcher's assistant, David Velasquez, to discuss this San Diego State team and what the Aztecs got out of their season-opening win over UC Riverside on Tuesday. We got a great test from a very good UC Riverside team that obviously is good enough to go on the road and beat Arizona State last night. Right. It was uh, it was everything that we had prepared for all through October. We knew that our first two games, Riverside and BYU, were going to be two hard teams to beat, and we knew that we had to be ready coming into the Marriott Center tonight, this Friday night, with going to be a crazy crowd and an unbelievable environment for college basketball. And we had to make sure that we were up to speed. We couldn't we couldn't kind of slow ourselves into this season. We had to make sure that we were ready to go from the jump and. From our standpoint, it felt like obviously we have a lot to improve on and things to you know, shore up. However, it felt like we were ready to go. And so we're excited about our team and looking forward to tonight. How much does last year's film against BYU from Viejas have to do with tonight when you look at it? It's a hard question. It's not a trick question. a hard question to answer because, yeah, Barcelo, Loner, Nell, Johnson, George were out there. However, without harms, things change. And just that presence, that size, they they run the same stuff, but they were looking at different actions. Um, however, you always study your last game versus, versus an opponent you played, whether it's last year or even two years ago, because coaches usually have the same tendencies. You know, when games get tight, what kind of plays do you go to? You know, how do you, you know, they go on a drought, what kind of play do you run when you really need your team to get a basket? You know, and, and for, so for us, it, it was good. We have a lot of guys that played in that game last year as well, about, probably about the same amount of guys, to be honest with you, enough to make it worth watching and showing a lot of film from that game but I wouldn't say it's what we've come that's not hasn't been the number one focus on what we've pulled from getting ready for this game for SDSU last year's Matt is gone this year's Matt well last year's Matt scored 35 I think and bringing you <laughs> yeah. back this year's Matt scored 23 in the open <laughs> yeah they, they and it's funny they're both uh they were the best friends growing up playing on the same AAU team and Matt Bradley kind of we went to Cal and, and Matt Mitchell obviously came to San Diego State but two different players but the same type of mentality type of a player. Bulldog. Bulldog, give me the ball in tough situations. Let me go get you a bucket. Let me guard the other team's best player. Uh, Incredibly competitive. And so Matt Bradley's been an unbelievable addition to our team. And he can score in so many different ways. You know, he, he has a pull-up jumper that nobody can really contest because he jumps so high. He's so quick to it. And you're just talking about a guy that averaged 18 and a half points in the Pac-12. This is not like he's just new to this in our first game for San Diego State. Matt Bradley's been doing this in college basketball for a very long time. You already mentioned how BYU changes a little bit personnel-wise from last year to this. From what you saw in their opener, what kind of read did you get? Uh, I mean, that They're very good. They, they, they know how to move that ball. They play fast. They play really fast. Again, 
how BYU runs at home. And I don't care if you're talking about Steve Cleveland's teams, Dave Rose's teams, or Mike Pope's teams. When the, when the Cougars are in this building, they run a lot faster than they usually do on the road. And they are a hard team to stop in transition. And nothing will ever change with BYU when you're in this building. They, they run and they get out for easy baskets. And offensively, they're still just finding their way like us. You know, no team right now is clicking on offense right now. That's the one thing about college basketball. As your season goes, you get better and better, more comfortable with your teammates. The chemistry gets better. And the, and the coaches start to figure out where the guys like the ball in certain spots. And so that's one thing that on you watch any college basketball team, the offense is never going to be clicking at this time of year unless you're one of the very rare teams with every single guy back and you're old. But for the most part, you know, BYU is an incredibly hard team to guard because they play so darn fast and they move the ball side to side. And it, it's impressive. It's, it's fun basketball to watch. It's pretty basketball, to be honest with you. And, and they know how to make winning plays. And that's one thing that Coach Pope's teams have always done. Ken Pomeroy ranks every game every night in terms of watchability. Yeah. And I think UCLA Villanova is the only game ranking ahead of this one here tonight. Already game two, a great resume game for both teams. Absolutely. I know both teams are really excited and we're ready for the challenge. And this goes back a long time from, from the San Diego State BYU. I'm lucky to be here 20 years for these games. And it, it, it's an incredible atmosphere. And, and we've been lucky to, to have the great Kawhi and Jimmer games. And we've had that battle last year. We had a great Malachi Flynn when KJ Fagan hit that top of the key three. I mean, you could just go on and on and on about stories of Tavernari and all, so many other guys. It's just an incredible, incredible atmosphere at college basketball. It's what college basketball is all about. This is what you come for. And it's going to be an exciting game for both teams. We're both going to learn a lot about each other tonight. All right, that is San Diego State assistant coach David Velasquez. Always good to get with him ahead of this great rivalry game. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Ben Bagley is our studio host, our control board operator, Andrew Hare. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our radio engineers over at BYU Radio are Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Broadcast interns, Bryce Noakes in studio, Trevor Rich here courtside. We're glad to have you joining us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio. 102.7 FM and 11.60 AM. Well, BYU 1-0 after a 10-point season opening win over Cleveland State Tuesday night. Kind of a mixed bag in terms of performance. Alex Barcelo, game winner, and as clutch as ever, certainly. Spencer Johnson, Fusene Traore, really tremendous off the bench. Starting lineup was just okay as a group, and it was not a very deep bench that night. BYU was good, Mark, but uh, need to be a little better tonight. Oh, need to be a lot better. I think BYU's guys are a little tentative, unsure of themselves at times and playing together, but there's three guys that need to be better, and it's going to be crazy because, like you just said, Alex won the game for BYU. But Alex and T-John and Caleb have to be not necessarily better players, but more aggressive. Demand the ball. Demand shots. Go get shots. Don't defer. You're not playing with Jake Toulson and TJ Haas anymore. You are those guys. You go make the plays. You're the big three. Go get it done, particularly uh, Caleb Lohner. He's got to be better. He's got so much talent skill. He's too passive. He's too tentative. Those guys have got to be better. If those three aren't better tonight, then it's going to be a long night. WCC is a pretty good league this year. They only picked 10 players as all conference performers in the preseason. Caleb was one of them. Well, and rightly so. And we all know that he should be better. And I think he's still kind of too uh, deferential, maybe, is the thing. 
he's the guy. You're the guy. Go do it. And I think he's got the tools to do it. And he's got to, I think he's still not 100% confident with his three-point shot and or with his back to the basket. So he's kind of kind of in middle land. I don't know what I'm going to do, but he, he's, he's, I think he can be better and will be better. All right. In 2022, BYU men's basketball will be dunking on cancer. Through generous donations, each BYU dunk during WCC play will raise money for BYU's Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougs' fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. Final thoughts before tip-off? Coming your way next, this is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, the BYU and San Diego State coming up just after the top of the hour here at the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you. So BYU, rather San Diego State and BYU, one of their season openers the other night. Both of them got only one three-point field goal from each starting five. That may change tonight. Two for 11 for San Diego State. Didn't shoot a lot, didn't make a lot. Let's pause as they brought out the colors. They post them here, and let's have our national anthem. San Diego State next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.